Welcome to Giant Cocktails, a podcast where two lifelong fans talk about the San Francisco Giants while drinking homemade cocktails. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Matthew Henry. Welcome back to another episode of Giant Cocktails. I am your host, Ben Henry, alongside my brother, the peripatetic, Matthew Henry. How you doing, Matthew? I'm weary. It's been a yeah. been a long road trip for me, Ben. I'm in the middle of a long road trip. Haven't seen my own bed in almost a week. It's uh, I'm a little wow. weary. I am I am went from a conference uh, at work straight to vacation with my family uh, in Santa Cruz. And while I'm enjoying all of it, it, uh, it is a little weary. I you know I must admit I'm a little tired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, road trips are fun, right? It's going, f- it's fun going on the road, right? You, you travel, you're, you see all these interesting people. Maybe you have a few cocktails in a few weird places, but after a while, it just becomes a grind, right? It like, grinds you down. It does, it does, and all of a yeah, sudden, you know, all of a sudden, you're hitting a buck fifty. You know, it's just that's right. that's right, that's right. You're riding high. You feel like you've won six in a row, and then boom, suddenly, you know, you've lost five in a row. You can't, you know, find your own exit, you know, as they yes. say. As um, they say, when you're when you're playing, you know, the worst team in in all. Well, not the worst team; it's the Rockies. The worst team east of the Rockies, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and a team that hasn't swept a team in a hundred and three series two and a half years yeah traveling will do that to you it'll take it out of you right oh ben who are we kidding what it's not from the travel okay travel's not why they're sucking so bad what who's sucking the giants oh right the giants I mean, I'd love to blame it on this road trip. Oh, gosh, poor Giants. They're so traveling so long and all of that. But we got problems, Ben. We got problems? We got problems. We got, what are you talking about, man? We're like three. We're, we're still in the wild card spot. We got like, you know, we're 13 games over 500. Oh, or, spare or, me your optimism, Ben. <laughs> all right. Oh, my optimism. All right. We just got swept by a team that hadn't swept anybody in 103 series. And you're telling me, oh, it's okay? It's not okay. Uh, okay. Well, apparently we've got some stuff to work through, folks. But there's a format to the show. We've got we've got these fancy show notes. And, like, <sighs> That's right. Yes. We yes. Have all all right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I feel like this is okay. Well, I, I had a travel-related question, you know, because the Giants are in the middle of four-city, 11-game road trips, the longest road trip of the year, and you've been traveling also, and I thought this was a very appropriate question. No, it is but... appropriate. Hit me. Hit me. What is it? Oh, what is all it? All right. All right. All right. I'm sending you on an epic three-month road trip, Matthew. Ooh. All expenses paid. Nice. Your kids don't get to go. Nice. I mean, Don't oh. worry. We're going to put them into some sort of stasis. They'll be fine. Okay. All right. 
They're they're going to summer camp. Yeah, that's right. They're going to they're going to a summer camp uh, upstate where they can run and be happy. <laughs> Wait, what? That got dark. Anyway, uh, my question for you, Matthew, is: Do you want to see a lot of places for a short time each? Like, do you want to like stick and go, or do you want to see just three spots for a long time each? Right, so you get to stay there for a month, but you only get to go to three places, or you can go to like thirty places, but you only get to stay at each place for three days. Hmm, that's tough because I I think uh, I think I would get bored, you know, mm-hmm. with just three um, and spending thirty days in one spot. Uh, I think it would it would get a little boring and. I, I think I think I'm gonna go with the multiple spots, recognizing that that also could get a little weary, you know, having to pack up and move to a different hotel and all that for three months every yeah. three days. That could be a little wearing on me, but but um, uh, but then I would have all these wonderful memories of all these different places. And so, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, the you know, moving every three days. Yeah, I agree. I think that is the correct answer. I envisioned us talking about this question for a little bit longer, uh, but I feel like you've got something to get off your chest. So I'm just going to say this. I would agree, Matthew, though, that after, you know, yeah, you want to go see all these interesting places. You're going to 30 different cities. But by the end, you would probably be pretty cranky and tired and you probably wouldn't be performing at your touristy best. Right. And I being a a a a. Um, level-headed and, uh, you know, optimistic Giants fan that that everybody knows, <laughs> right, and respects his opinion of, um, that, that I would just, you know, I would understand that if you started to drag towards the end, you know, you're going to get home, you're going to get rested, you're going to be back to being the old positive Matthew, right? Sure. Or, may- <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe maybe uh, I get so worn down that um, I need I need a replacement. There needs to be a replacement dad that comes in and takes care of my kids. <laughs> maybe I'm not hacking oh. it, and I just need to be DFA'd. You know, maybe maybe oh. I need to be traded for a dad to be named later. I you know, there's there's lots of options here, Ben. Besides me just coming back and being okay. <laughs> Anyway, today is Sunday, July 23rd. As we record this podcast, the San Francisco Giants went 2-5 and five this week to bring their record to 54-45. and 45. I think that's correct. Matthew, double check me. I'm doubling. I'm on it. They went 2-2 two and two against the Cincinnati Reds, in which I thought was a very exciting and interesting series. Uh, I, I know that nobody likes to have the team lose, particularly to the Reds, but the Reds are an up-and-coming team. They got a lot of young, exciting players. I felt like the Giants did a really good job of dealing with Ellie De La Cruz, both at the plate and on the base paths. Um, but yeah, I mean, things did kind of fall apart. The offense started to sputter. The pitching was not as resilient. And then we fell into an utter disastrous 0-3 showing against the Washington Nationals. And folks, even though I was doing my darndest best, there is no way to sugarcoat what happened in Washington, D.C. over the weekend, um, 
this is one of the worst teams in baseball. They haven't swept a team in two and a half years. That statistic I said was 103. I got that from the Washington Nationals' own television broadcast. They know how bad their team is, and they were equally amazed and elated and, quite frankly, relieved that they finally got that uh, monkey off their back, which just goes to show that um, this is a really bad team, and our team got embarrassed by them. They lost 10-1 to in one of those games, and this is a team that just a week ago was riding high, was like into the playoffs. Ah, Matthew has corrected me. They are 54-46. and Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome. Eight games above 500. They were 13 games above 500 before that five-game losing streak. So, yeah, not a good week. That being said, at this point in time, they are 5-5 and on their 11-game road trip, right? And I know this losing streak has exposed a lot of needs and a lot of holes in the team, but... When all is said and done, if they can finish this road trip going six and five, you know, when you take a step back, take a deep breath, uh, you know, maybe things aren't as bad as they seem, everyone. And on that point, let's take a look at the standings. The San Francisco Giants currently stand in second place in the National League West, tied with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, They're four games behind the Dodgers. But remember, folks, yours truly told you all just a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, that the Giants are going to finish in second place to the Dodgers. This is how we thought it was going to be, if we're a realist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they're tied with the Diamondbacks. But there are six games ahead of those Padres because the Padres went five and five this week and the Diamondbacks... Sorry, the, the the Padres have been five and five for their last ten, just like the Giants. The Diamondbacks have been two and eight. And over in the wild card standings, yes, the Giants were in, did have lockdown on the first wild card spot, and now they're tied for the second and third wild card spots with the same Diamondbacks. But they're only half a game behind the Cincinnati Reds, and they're a half a game ahead of the Philadelphia Phillies and Marlins. The Phillies went 5 and 5 out of their last 10. The Marlins are 2 and 8 out of their last 10. And the Cubs are showing some signs of life, but they're still 5 and a half back. So, folks, there's time. There's time to turn things around. There's time to fix all of our problems. There's time for me to go back being the pessimist and Matthew to go back being the optimist. There is time, but that time is not today. Matthew, it's time for who's hot and who's not. Well, who's hot? Hardly anybody. Uh, we got That's not true. That's Wilmer not and Jock. Yes. Are, okay, so there's 26 people on the roster. Three of them are hot. Yeah, that's true. Right? I would yes. say that's true. So, and, and welcome back, Jock Peterson. Where have you been for the last month? Yes, but yeah, hey, somebody's somebody had to be back. So I'm glad that Jock is back. Uh, Jock <laughs> right. is uh, well. Wilmer is actually our hottest hitter over the last seven days, batting a robust 474 uh, with yeah. four he's home been hot runs for a while uh, in 19 at bats. So Wilmer needs to play more. And uh, Jock, and on the pitching side. 
because we know you forget about the pitchers. I was going to forget about it, but I was going to finish up with the offense. You know, Jock, as you mentioned, uh, two home runs in his last 19 at-bats, batting 316. So those two guys are definitely carrying the load on the offense. Uh, Yeah, and you had to dig deep. You had to dig deep for who was hot on the pitching side. But Ryan Walker, who as a reliever is tied for the third most innings pitched in the entire last week with six. None of our starters pitched more than 8.1. Logan had two starts. Logan Webb had an amazing start. Is that bad? Yeah. Well, he had an amazing start, you know, two starts ago, and then he went the shortest start of his career, uh, only getting four outs. And uh, and so, so yeah, he had 8.1 innings pitched over two starts. Uh, Dace Clefani, 6.1 innings pitched over two starts. Uh, you know, Alex Cobb, 4.1 in his only start. Just, just atrocious. I know we're wow. supposed to talk about who's hot, but that I mean I'm I'm digressing into who's not because everybody else, Ben, right? Everybody else, any starting pitcher is not hot, and then right, quote unquote starting pitcher. Yes, exactly in quotes. Yes, because we're not even sure who our starting pitchers are besides uh, Webb and uh, and and Cobb. Uh, Ryan Walker, <laughs> he starts every game now. That's right. He's, you know, right? Uh, holy Schmidt, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I love I love a good story. I love me mm-hmm. some some Casey Schmidt, but the dude is two for his last twenty. The only saving grace is that he is not the only one that bad. Yaz has one hit in his last twenty six at bats. One hit. And then you look at the other stats, and they're all just terrible. Wisely, 2 for 19. Davis, 2 for 14. Slater, 2 for 12. Wade, 2 for 11. Conforto has the most hits. He's got a quarter of all the hits of these guys with four in 20 at-bats. Collectively, Conforto, Wade, Slater, Davis, Wisely, Schmidt, Bailey, Yaz, and VR are batting a combined 120 for the last week. Uh, those guys would be considered starters, you know, outside of uh, Flores and Jock, you know, and, you know, some of them don't deserve to be starters. I mean, you know, your friend Brett Wisely just keeps getting put in there because they don't have anybody else. And Hey, 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 I do want to say Brett Wisely probably had his best week as a major league hitter. <laughs> Woo, he drew some walks. And, he saw lots uh, of pitches. Woo-hoo. And he drew some, he saw lots of pitches. And I just want to go on record as saying, as somebody who who has not been a big fan of Salad Boy, um, I just want to say this. A good Brett Wisely still sucks. <laughs> All right? Like, he's barely a replacement player. Can we stop singing his praises? Yeah, the guy saw 35 pitches in one game. He's still batting, what, 190? If that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Just got to. I mean, this gotta, last week you know, he batted. Before we all just start, yeah, singing the praises of Brett Wisely. Let's just get back to reality here, okay? Right. I mean, Wisely was batting 105 for the last week, and he did have five walks, but he also had nine strikeouts. So you know, he had the most strikeouts of anybody on the team uh, over the last seven yeah. days. So um, I don't think we can anoint Brett Wisely as the savior of the Giants. <sighs> all right. Let's shake this off a little bit with a little trivia question. What do you say? All right, let's let's do it. Let's give me give me. Let's go. So when this is published on Monday, it will be my birthday. July twenty fourth, 
is a is a great day to be born. So my trivia question to you is what former Giants player shares a birthday with me? I know the answer to this question already, Matthew. Yep, yep. Rickert Finiti. <laughs> Suyoshi Shinji. No, actually, it's 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 William Van Landingham. Oh, we have a William Van Landingham announcement. Wow, wow. I haven't thought of that name in a long time. How about Kurt Manwaring? How about like we could just throw out some? Hey, what's names. that man wearing? Exactly, yeah. my favorite all time Chris um, Berman uh, nickname. Kurt, what's that man wearing? Yeah, that was that was a great nickname. All right. Well, we will find uh, out yeah. if I share a birthday with William Van Landingham uh, at the end of this episode. Enough with the banter. Let's talk cocktails. What are you drinking, Ben? Well, thank you for asking, Bob. That's very kind of you. Um, this week, Bob, I'm drinking something that I'm calling the fruit roll-up. Um. Why is it called the fruit roll-up? Why is that controversial? Why are its ingredients maybe breaking the rules? If you want to know, Bob, you're going to have to go back to last Thursday's episode and listen to it. Because all I'm going to tell you right now is what's in it. And what's in it, Bob, is two ounces of Plantation's pineapple rum, one ounce of mom-and-pop Macroot lime pop, Half an ounce of Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. You can use any cherry liqueur. And a quarter ounce of Lagavulin 16-year-old scotch. Take all those ingredients into a mixing glass with a single large chunk of ice. Stir gently, Bob, until it is slightly chilled. Don't overdo it, dude. That ice cube's going to leap out. Remove the ice cube. Pour it into a pre-chilled Nick and Nora glass. And Bob, don't cheat. you got to chill this glass. And the reason that we're doing that way, Bob, is because we do not want to over-dilute this cocktail. And by the way, folks, this is strong, as I think we all heard last week. Right? I think I talked about it on this show last week. This is a strong cocktail. So, you know, sit down, clear your clear the decks for the rest of the evening, and enjoy. And that's what I'm drinking, Bob. A fruit roll-up. Mmm, that's a tasty cocktail. Indeed. What are you drinking, Matthew? Well, thanks, Bob. I'm drinking uh, in, as I am attempting to summarize my cocktails during the summer, I am bringing a slushy to the broadcast. And uh, Ben loves that. Boo. Yeah. See, Ben just no. Ben just loves his Boo. slushies. I know. I know. No children's drinks and cocktails. Well, this is not a children's drink because it's got it's got some booze in it. So, what's in a summer slushy? It's uh, two to three ounces of tequila. It, you know, how much you put in there is entirely up to you. Maybe maybe the Giants have just got swept by a really bad team, and you need to go a full three ounces. Do it, buddy. Uh, you got a cup of frozen mango. A half cup of crushed ice, one ounce of lime juice, one ounce of honey syrup, and you're going to put, and then you're going to take, before you put all those in, you know, put them together, you're going to take a large rocks glass and rim it with some 
uh, lime juice. They so take a lime wedge and just run it around the edge. You're going to roll it in some tahine, uh, which is a, a pepper, lime, salt uh, mixture that you can find uh, probably in the Mexican aisle of your uh, grocery store. And then you're going to take all the ingredients. You're going to put them into a blender or a food processor, and you're going to you mix that until it's a slushy consistency. And then you're going to pour that into your prepared glass, garnish it with a lime and mango chunk, and uh, drink your summer slushy uh, with uh, with relish, man. And uh, kudos to uh, X Saltsicle on Twitter who was the one that kind of shared, was the inspiration for this. She kind of shared a, uh, a version of this cocktail um, on Twitter, and I thought, hey, we, we could do that. So uh, I highly recommend your mango slushy, summer slushy. Uh, that's what I'm drinking, Bob. That's a smoothie with tequila. <laughs> it is, and it's a summer drink, Ben. Summer drink. And folks... Go listen to all about uh, Ben's uh, take on on slushies and slurpees, and uh, you know how to how to like make the perfect slushy at uh, the local Quickie Mart. You know, um, uh, by uh, last Thursday's episode. Go listen. It was a doozy of an episode. <laughs> all right, it's been a doozy, doozy of a road of a trip. Week. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah, and and Matthew, I. I mean, I, I think you've already let a little bit of it out. Like, I, I don't think there's any surprise that um, that you're angry, that that you're that you're feeling that you're feeling some feelings, and and I know for somebody like you who is ever the optimist that these negative feelings can sometimes, you know, you, you, you kind of want to just ignore them or put them to the side, but I'm feeling like that you you need to get something out. Hey, Bob, would you agree? Do, do, you, do you think that Matthew needs to get something out? I sense a drunken rant coming on. <laughs> I do too, Bob. I do too, Bob. Um, hey, Matthew, what I would like to do is just kind of give you the floor. You know, let you, you know, this, hey, the first thing I want you to know is this is a safe place. Okay? Your feelings matter. Um, and, uh, and that we're all here to support you. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> I've, uh, I got to admit, I have like three to four ounces of tequila in my slushy right now. So, uh, it's been that kind of week. Yeah. And first of all, we started off the, the road trip. Great. The fact that we have the chance of going six and five tomorrow through this road trip is mind-boggling to me because I don't even st- understand how that could happen. Um, and 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 let's just let's just get the formalities over right now. It's not going to happen because we got Ross Stripling starting tomorrow. Okay, um, <laughs> and why should we be worried about Ross Stripling starting tomorrow? I will tell you why we should be worried about Ross Stripling tomorrow. All right, he has. Uh, well, actually, he hasn't been terrible. Um, yeah, he actually performed well in his last outing. All right. Um, Forget it. Everything's great. Never mind. No, just kidding. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, 
He's had one good exactly. outing. Exactly. Exactly. One good yeah. outing. And and but then you look at like I mean like I read you off. Did I read you off the ERAs of our starting uh, during the who's hot and who's not? I can't remember. Did I read them off or was that to you before we recorded? I think that you did, but we're all gonna let you. We're all gonna you know we're all we're all here to heal together. Okay. Okay. And uh, this is a this is you know so if you feel like you need to do it again, just do it again. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So Ross Stripling, four point five. ERA, and that's me going. Oh wow, he didn't pitch that bad. A four and a half ERA. That's the good of our of our pitchers here. Okay, then you got Shamanea with a six point seven five, Logan Webb with an eight point six four, Alex Cobb with a ten point three eight, and then you got Scott Alexander with a ten point eight zero, Alex Wood with an eleven point two five, Anthony DeSclafani with an eleven point three seven ERA. Elevens, tens. These are not low numbers, Ben. They're not like and. And, and 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 they're guys that are supposed to be our starting pitchers. There's they're guys that are supposed to be giving us innings, and uh, and we can't even keep the game close because these guys are just getting lit up early in games. Our our bullpen is great. We've got a great bullpen. You look at all the relievers have zero ERAs for last week, but they're pitching with like you know down by five runs. You know they're yeah. you know and then so. <sighs> So, yeah. uh, so well, we can't, me, so, okay, no, you, no, you, I, no, don't, you can't, no, I'm on a roll here, all right? And then you got on the hitting side, you got on the hitting side, we got Wilmer and Jock, and and then Rule 5 draftee Blake Sable is, like, holding his own, you know? I mean, he's not hitting for power, he's not getting any walks, but at least he's not, he's not uh, totally at loss there, but everybody else... From Conforto to Wade, I mean, I already read all those numbers. Mike Yastrzemski, did I tell you one for 26? I did, but let me just repeat it. One for 26, okay? And we we just keep rolling these guys out there. Casey Schmidt, two for 20. Now, he should be in AAA by now. He should be, but he can't be because we don't have anybody else that can play shortstop. Okay, so he's got to play. So we, so you get down past. I mean, let's forget that. Like, you know, so you got Lamont Wade Jr. batting leadoff. You've got like now you got like what Wilmer and Jock and then Conforto, and then after that, it's just nobody can hit. All right, after that, you got you got Wisely and Schmidt. And Bailey has been doing great defensively, so I'm not gonna you know really harp on him too much offensively. But he hasn't done anything offensively. He's won for his last 16. Okay, so you but so that doesn't help the offense when you've got a to, like half your lineup are guys hitting 100 or less. Okay? And 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 they're all rookies and they've all been wonderful, but you know, sometimes the problem with having young players is that they're young players. And we are relying way too much on these guys. And, and you know, it's just uh I don't see any way out of this other than which we'll talk about in a bit here. But there we don't have any in-house replacements right now that can solve this. Perhaps it's, you know, getting Tyro Estrada back would certainly help. Uh Brandon Crawford being Brandon Crawford would certainly help. But uh we haven't seen any of that. On the pitching side, it's like somebody's gotta go, but you got these guys on two-year contracts and and they're not helping at all. So at some point you got to decide whether you're just going to run with these guys or you're going to, you know, you're just, or or what, what, Ben, what? So tell me, it's finally, I'll, okay. All right. I'm going to take a breath. Well, 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 Um, yeah. Okay. um, You feel better? You feel a little bit better. It's kind of like throwing up, right? Like you don't want to, but then you do. And then when you do, you're like, oh God, I feel much better. While it's happening, it's not great. 
Um, well, uh, I mean, hey, look, you're not wrong, okay? They're the Giants suck right now, and and they are they're bad across the board. I mean, there's very very few bright spots right now. The the quote unquote starting pitchers. You know who the who the the regime believes in so much they don't even let them start games, right? Are 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 awful. Uh, you've got um, you know you've got maybe three or four guys that you can count on at the plate, right? I, I think you 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 pick the right guys. I mean, I, I think it's um, it's Flores. Jock has finally come out of his slump. Uh, Blake Sable and. And Lamont Wade Jr., who who was hurt, right, and that certainly didn't help the team, but has now come through, or is at least playing through his his current injury. He hasn't been great, but he hasn't been awful. Conforto is borderline, right, but then after that, it's a big, huge cliff. And and look, I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. This team sucks right now. Here's the thing. This team is an average team. This offense, this offense is an average offense, but it doesn't manifest itself in that way, right? It has months like June, and then it has months like July, April, and May, and July, the end of July, right? It is going to be up and it's going to be down, and that's because it's an average offense. And the problem with average, Matthew, is that it can be average in all kinds of different ways. That doesn't mean that they play mediocre baseball every day. It means sometimes they play really great baseball and we get excited and we say they're going to win 94 games and then they turn around and they can't beat one of the worst teams in baseball to save their lives, and we think they'll be lucky to win 84 games. And that's the 2023 Giants, right? And so I guess what I'm trying to say is is that, yes, things are bad, but they will swing the other way. But this team is not great. It's just slightly above average, which is why I said they're going to have 87 wins. So, I mean, I don't think the sky is falling, but I also don't think that the sky was ever as high as maybe some people wanted it to be. All right. So where are we? Well, we're eight games above 500. We're in the third wild card spot, tied for the second wild card spot. We're only four games out of first place. There ain't no way this team is beating the Dodgers. I'm sorry, folks, but somebody's got to be the realist. But it's still there. I mean, they're four games out, right? It's still possible. I'm not going to say it's not. But I think right now, Matthew, the main thing that they have to do is they got to figure out, you know, it's like one day at a time, right? One day at a time. And tomorrow, today, as this broadcast is, as this podcast is released, they're facing the Detroit Tigers in Detroit to finish the last game of that series that was way that happened way back in the beginning of the season. And it is their chance to salvage this road trip, hit the home stand on a positive note, and go six and five on the road trip. And I think if they can do that, then maybe 
all of us doom and gloomers start to feel like maybe it's not so doomy, it's not so gloomy. But, you know, the thing is they got to win the game. So what I want to do is like usually you and I are we're always talking like big picture stuff. We're always like high in the air. We're always like, yeah, you know, they got to they got to trade for this guy and they got to, you know, they Marco Luciano and they we're talking about things like way off into the future or what I want to do, Matthew, is I want to get super, super microscopic, and I want to just talk about Monday's game against the Tigers. What should the starting lineup be? Who do you put out on the field? And I want you to do this as Matthew, not as Gabe Kapler or Farhan Zaidi. Not as these guys who love to play the matchups and look for lefty and righties. I want Matthew's opinion. What is the starting lineup tomorrow or today? Okay. Uh, Well, first of all, I'm not sure we have enough players to field a team, Ben. That's (laughs) that's my biggest concern. (laughs) I'm not... I'm not sure of that either. You, look, Brett Wisely is a is. They tell me Brett Wisely is a major league baseball player, so let's just pretend that he is. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I, I I'm not going to you know be be Farhan and Gabe Kapler, but I do recognize that this team is built around platoon situations, and we are they are starting a left hander tomorrow. So oh God. okay. So, uh, which maybe, I mean, you know, so I, I think there's nothing wrong with having Flores and Slater uh, in there. And then uh, Luis Matos. Yeah, okay. Luis has actually been okay. He hasn't fallen off a cliff like our other rookies. He hasn't been uh, a barn burner, but he's been okay. Yeah, I, I'm just, it's not it's not a great lineup against lefties because I'm looking at... I mean, today they had Bailey batting cleanup. Okay. okay, Matthew, Matthew. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. What? Why are you doing this? Can we just put our best guys out there? Well, so that's can the we problem. Just, can we just put our best guys? guys? I don't know who they are. Jock Peterson. Why? Why can Jock Peterson not hit against a lefty for one day? <laughs> like, why do we have to roll some scrub out there? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. because he swings from the other side of the plate. All right. All right. Yeah. So I want Wade at first base. Flores can DH. Right? Because at least at least okay. at least uh Wade will work a walk. You know, he's probably not hitting as high against left handers, yeah. but he does know the strike yeah. zone. Um I think uh I mean unfortunately you have to have Schmidt and Wisely in there. Because they are the only ones right. that can play shortstop and second base. It's not just about hitting. You got to have guys that can field the damn ball. So you know that's right. Your eight and nine hitters. Those are your eight and nine hitters. So, okay. uh, but at least they're going to play solid defense. They've been playing solid defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? JD Davis hasn't given you much, but you know he's he's our best option at third base. So you got to have him there. Um, and then as far as I think the only one you're going to have Yaz, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think you got to have him. He's one for 26. So maybe Matthew is like, maybe you need a break dude and we're going to against the lefty and we'll put somebody else out there. But who do you put out there? Like, I, I mean, it's, um, cause you already got Slater starting. So I, I don't know. 
It's a disaster, Ben. I, don't... I think Mato Sable, Mato Sable, and Slater. You get you put Yaz on the bench. He needs a day off. He needs a break. Yeah. So you put Matos in center. You got Yaz out in. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the outfield. Yaz in, would be in, in right, and uh, Sable would be in left. Yaz would be in right. Sable would be in left. And, and uh, Sable. So, go... but then you've got you've got like a seven, eight, nine of Sable, Schmidt, and Wisely. Um, yes. God, dude, it's yes. like it's like my little league team when you had to put those guys in there that needed an inning and won at bat. I mean, that's what it feels like. They have like. to play, Matthew. That's the rule. The league requires that they play. <laughs> Okay. I don't think that's the they rule. They have to have, they have to have an at bat, and they have to appear in the game. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. But so okay, you're right. Look, no, the offense sucks. Okay. Right now it sucks. Okay. We got some replacement players. We got some guys hurt. Right. We need Crawford to come back. We need Tyro to come back. But until then, it's Schmidt and Sable. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and. And like when everybody's sucking, I don't know why we're still trying to like you know uh, play the percentages here. Can we just get back to a little bit of like Dusty Baker? Heck, you know, even Bochi would like once in a while would just let a hot hand play. Let's put all of our best guys out there, and I know that our best guys are not that great right now. But let's put every guy out there who's performing reasonably well in the situations that he's been allowed to be in, and let him play tomorrow whether he hits left-handed or not, okay? Just for one day. Just for one day. Yes. Let's let those guys play. And then Ross okay? Stripling needs to and pitch then, a no-hitter. Yes, that's the way to win tomorrow. <laughs> Ross Stripling, yeah, Ross Stripling does need to pitch a no-hitter. And Okay, so first of all, in Ross Stripling's last start, he was perfect except for one inning. Yeah, yeah. Right, right? And and they bunt, they got four base runners in that game. That entire game, the Reds had four base runners, and three of them scored. Yeah, yeah. And it all happened in one inning. So if Stripling can do that, I think Stripling starts the game. God, Gabe Kapler, just let him start the game. And if he sucks, then replace him. Don't burn Ryan. Don't burn Walker at the beginning. Have Walker and Alexander available for bad situations. And if Stripling needs to be yanked in the first inning, then yank him. And for God's sakes, do not replace him with Manea or Junis. Just don't do it. Pretend this is game seven of a series that you need to win. You do not want Manea or Junis showing up right now. So it's Stripling to start the game. And then you fire Walker and Alexander and you hope that you can get to the Rogers twins and Duvall at the end of the game. And if you write it up that way, I mean, Stripling needs to go, what, four or five? He needs to go five. God, they're going to lose. He needs to go five. They're going to lose. They're going to (laughs) lose. I was trying to be positive, Matthew. I was trying to. I just had this exercise. I was like, maybe we just, ha, oh, God, they're going to lose. They can't even beat the Tigers. God. <laughs> they are so bad right now. Oh. Like, God, we're like, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm playing a video game and I'm loading up my lineup. And then I just realized, you know what? I should just turn this off and go to bed. <laughs> yes. Yes. I should just turn this off and go to bed because they're going to lose. Because we need Stripling to go five innings. 
For F's sakes. All right. Well, Ross Stripling cannot go five innings. You don't need him to go five, I guess. He could go four. And then you've got someone like Junis or, you know. No. I don't want. No. Well, Junis actually no pitched more fairly Judas. okay this last week. He was not, he not did, terrible. He did. I, I, no, I he hasn't. He was not terrible this last week. He he's he's been okay. He's he's been okay. And 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 in reality, I I think I would go with Stripling and Junis, and hope. But you know what? I might go with Stripling and then Alexander and Walker situationally. But I don't even honestly. Walker's probably not available. Right. Yeah. I mean, right? He's pitched the most out of this last week. But he, you've still got yeah, the Rogers but, brothers. You got Luke Jackson who just came back. Uh, you know, so you've true. got that some you've got some other guys that can give uh. you an inning or two. So I I think I think they're okay. Um, but okay. man, not ha- okay. I mean, this is supposed to be their off day, and so they're not having that, and so just it compounds things. Things are just yeah, no, it makes just, things a lot worse. But uh, okay, can we just talk? I, I know that. So there's a couple things I do want to talk about. Luke Jackson coming back, which I think is a good thing, but but I do think there was some interesting that had to happen to bring him back. But before we do that, I want to talk about who I don't want to see. Okay. And I'm a, you know, I, I'm a big fan of future Hall of Famer Casey Schmidt, and I am not a big fan of Salad Boy. But based on the way that they're playing right now, I am going to give Salad Boy his props and say, yes, he has been playing better. It's not good. It is not like, oh, I'm going to go pay $50 to $100 to watch this kid play. Good. But I'm going to give him credit that he has been playing better. I'd rather see Brett Wisely than Casey Schmidt. But I do agree. We have to see both. We do. I mean, Casey Schmidt has played every game this week. Why? Yeah. Because they don't have any other shortstops on the roster. That's right. They so don't. The, so he's and he play. has been playing good defensively. He, he, has. he has been. I mean, and there is value in that. So that's not like, you know, but gosh, he's such a hole in the lineup right now. And, and, uh, but you know, and Brett Wisely is not. Yeah. Brett Wisely is more like a a deep depression. Yeah. He's not a gaping hole like Schmidt. He's just a tiny hole. Yeah. He's like a deep depression. Okay. Or maybe that's just, I'm just, maybe that's what I am. I'm deeply depressed watching. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Oh, Uh, okay. You have some ridiculous note in here. What, what is this? I'm going to, I'm going to say it just because like, this is where we are right now. I'd rather see Joey Bart right now than Patrick Bailey. Are you drunk? Most definitely, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nobody wants to see Joey Bart over Patrick Bailey. I don't care if he's one for 16. Uh, nobody wants to see no. Joey Bart. I mean, Joey Bart has been no. one for 16 and wasn't throwing guys out on the bases. So, uh, Yeah, no. I, I mean, Patrick Bailey is just such a revelation defensively. Um, you know, he, he he's definitely always the better po- choice uh, Joey, than Joey Bart. Um defensively and and yeah joey isn't necessarily demonstrating anything better but uh, the point is is that the the casey schmidt problem has now spread to patrick bailey and let's just see how that continues on um before we move on to the third segment and i think it's actually kind of related is i do want to mention luke jackson uh, because it is good that he's back but in order to bring him back they had to make space for him on the on the roster um and in order to do so they dfa'd uh maurizio uh, yovera yeah yeah maurizio yovera um and 
And I know that Yodavera had been hurt, and he really hadn't demonstrated a lot at the major league level, but the few appearances that he had were not horrible. And he actually had some really, really great performances for the Giants last year before he got hurt. Um, and now he's gone, right? So he's going to go somewhere else. There's just no chance that the Giants are getting Yoveta back. And he's not on the roster. And meanwhile, Manea and Stripling still are. And I just want to say that sucks. I don't know that we should necessarily give up on Stripling and Manea at this point. But I do know that the reason that Yoveta is gone is because we gave Stripling and Manea these bull bleep contracts of basically they get to do bad things to Giants fans for a year and then decide that they want to do more bad things to Giants fans next year. That's the contract that Farhan Zaidi gave them. And 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 because of that, Yoveta is gone. And that sucks. That sucks. Right. And I don't like it. I don't like it either. And I don't, especially because, I mean, they were brought in for a specific purpose and they're not filling that purpose. And yet the Giants feel compelled to keep them because of their contract. And so, you know, they're trying to shoehorn them into like these other roles or to kind of create these like, you know, middle <laughs> relief kind of longer things, you know, and then, you know, someone like Logan Webb, you know, has a bad outing. You bring in Manea to kind of hold, you know, to eat innings. And that's all he was good for was eating innings. I mean, he still gave up like, you know, he gave up runs and it well, didn't look sharp. And it's like, why do we keep running yeah. this guy out there right now? All he's good for is mop up duty. And you'd yeah. rather have that than Mauricio Yovera, who had, you know, who's doing very well, you know, in his short stint back with the Giants. And in fact, I think yeah. had a zero, hadn't let a lot of earned run since he came back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just before we move on, hey, Giants fans, just so everybody it was wondering, four guys who will be San Francisco Giants next year Michael Conforto, Mitch Haniger, Sean Manea, and Ross Stripling. All of them, San Francisco Giants on the 2024 roster. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Farhan. They're all going to opt in to all right. contracts. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to opt in because nobody else is going to want them. Uh, yeah. All right. Matthew, that aside, how do we fix it? <laughs> we can't fix it. We're doomed, man. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't pick okay look Crawford and and Tyro they got to get healthy they got to come back that takes care of the wisely and Schmidt problem okay okay right? what about the Manea stripling you know all that Desclafani wood problem oh I got an idea how about hmm. Shohei Otani and Marcus Stroman, because that's what it's going to yeah. take, man. That's what it's going to take. And I know that that ain't. There's no way in Hades that that's happening. But you know, I feel like that's kind of that's the kind of move that needs to happen. We need to have two yeah. frontline starters, not just one. Yeah, I'm going to say this right out loud. Just Farhan Zaidi is never going to have is never going to have the ability or to to get Shohei Otani to be a San Francisco Giant. Not through trade, not through free agent signings. Farhan is going to find a way to F that up. Okay? So, like, just everybody stop dreaming this dream. It's not going to happen. Marcus Stroman, on the other hand, that can happen. Uh, and I think it should. 
and absolutely whatever the end result is, it better end with a DFA next to Stripling or Sean Manea's name. Right, because the only way this is going to work is if you have addition by subtraction. So you're bringing in somebody that has doing well this season and getting rid of one of these guys that's not. At some point, you got to say, yeah, it's not working. Sean Manea, Ross Stripling, we envisioned them being great because, you know, especially Stripling. Stripling was good last year, so what's going on with him this year is a little bit more baffling. Manea, all he did was add some some tick on his fastball, and everybody was thinking that he was going to be great, and he hasn't been. So, you know, at some point, yeah. you just got to be like, all right, we're going to eat the money, and we're going to DFA him. Um, and so, you know, that's, you got to, you got to, you can't keep running those guys out, even if you bring somebody else in. They got to be the one yeah. to go, not like the next Mauricio Yovera. I mean, we don't really have too many yeah. other guys that can go. And so it's got to be Stripling and Omernia if you're going to bring in a starter. Now, the worst case scenario is they don't bring in anybody. And then we're just stuck with this sorry, like, excuse of a rotation and, you know, for the rest of the year. Okay, look, if they don't bring anybody, this team's exiting in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Unless it's unless it's doing that one game thing in which case I don't know, maybe they'll make it through, but but they are not winning a five-game series. Okay? This roster as constructed right now is not winning a five-game well, series. Well, it's three games in the in the wild card it. round. Three games. Oh, it's three games now. Okay. So if they I mean, maybe they could do that, but they're not advancing much beyond that, right? Yeah. And I I would doubt that they could even win three games win a three-game series. Um, so that being said, the Giants have to do something. They have to do something. And right now, Matthew, like, I don't care. Do any, do whatever. Yeah, Kyle do something. Harrison, Keaton Wynn, uh, Tristan Beck. I mean, we've got all these guys that have shown flashes of being better than Stripling and Ormanea. So at the very yeah. least, bring one of those guys up and let's stay. Yeah, let's ride trade with them or bring them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. I mean, they're yeah. not doing us any good in AAA. So you know, they do it. Do figure it out at the major league level. I mean, you're certainly doing it with the with the uh, with the, yeah. the offensive guys, with the defensive. You know, you, you got Schmidt up there who shouldn't be up there. You got VR who's up there who shouldn't be up there. Why not our starting pitching? Why couldn't you have guys yeah. up there trying to figure it out? Well, yeah, so Kyle Harrison got hurt. I know we heard Parhan say that he would have come up in July to kind of see what he's got. Uh, so, you know, well, now you can't do that. And now you're just going to have to be like, well, we're going to bring him up anyway when he's healthy, because at this point, uh, he's better than anything that we've got going right now. Yeah. Well, so. So, the, yeah. But here's the bottom line. OK. You have to do anything, Farhan. And by anything, I mean a lot of things. Right. It's got to be a lot of changes. OK. A lot of fucking changes. Like you got to call up the kids. You got to trade some of the kids. You got to DFA some of those awful off-season acquisitions that you made. You have to man up and recognize that you sucked in the off-season. And you know what? While I'm at it, you know who would be really good to be on the roster right now is Kevin Gossman, which, by the way, is the worst mistake you have ever made while running the San Francisco Giants. And that would solve so many of our problems right now. Just fix it! Fix it! Calm down, Ben. <sighs> Y'all right there? I might, I might have blown a gasket. <laughs> I, might have, I might have popped a vessel. Uh, all right. Hey, Bob, I, I, can you look at that? I was going to say, I have Bob, your wife's you uh, cell phone right? number if uh, you need to call 911 for you or something. But, yeah, a little. <sighs> I'm, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, folks, I was trying really, I, I worked really hard to be the positive guy on this show. I've been doing that a lot recently. 
You try to be so level headed. Yeah, I know. I couldn't. I couldn't anymore. I, it's just I couldn't. Your anger there was well placed, and uh, I think we have come to a point where Farhan needs to fix some of the stuff that he screwed up. And you know, certainly the team is in a position to make the playoffs, but not the way that it's performing right now. He knows that. And uh, I I am fascinated to see what that will look like. Uh, you know, the only con- consolation is that Farhan has a history of going out and getting big names. You know, when uh, when the when the, his team is is you know ready to make a playoff run, and so we saw it a couple of years ago with Chris Bryant. So I think you know I think that we will probably see some moves. Uh, I know there was talk about uh, Verlander. Right, uh, this uh, this week. I, I laughed at that. I scoffed at that, and now it's not so crazy anymore. I guess. Right. I mean, it's what's funny though is that you know, and who knows that these rumors are true, right? And what they'll be coming. But the man is owed forty three million dollars next year, and here we are talking about holding on to Manaya and Stripling, and they're owed a combined like twenty five million, right? Um, next year. So, um, you know, it just you know it. it boggles my mind that we're like oh they're in on yeah, we could but dfa those guys but they won't get rid of these other those, guys <laughs> right we could dfa those guys and hang and and call up you know win and harrison and it would be 20 million dollars less than trading for verlander yeah but yet they don't want to do it why why it's like why because of ego because of like you don't want to i don't why because I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Like, you made a mistake. It is clear. Like, these guys are not what you thought they were. Like, why, why are they still here? They're not helping the team win. No. And it would be one thing if they were already, like, 20 games under 500 and you're just kind of playing out the year. But we're not. Well, no, then you definitely hang on to them and at least make it to the end of the totally, year. Totally, exactly. Right? Uh, and you hold on to your prospects. But we're not in that position right now. So we're in a position to make a playoff run. And, you know, some of the solution needs to be getting rid of some of those guys. That's that's what my, my feeling is. All right. I agree. All right. Well, we're nearing the end. I think maybe we should get to the trivia answer. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I, I have a little bonus answer to this, too, because uh, the answer, if you well, the question, if you recall, was who shares a birthday with me that was a former San Francisco Giant. And the former San Francisco Giant that shares a birthday with me is none other than Barry Bonds. Uh, he was he's about se- he's seven years older than I am, but uh, we both share a July 24th birthday. Uh, interestingly enough, while I was looking this up, I ran across another baseball player born on July 24th, a guy named Tommy McCarthy, who was born July 24th, 1863. And he played for the Boston Reds, the Boston Bean Eaters twice, the Philadelphia Quakers, the St. Louis Browns, and he finished up with the Brooklyn Bridegrooms, which eventually became the Dodgers. Uh, so he ended his year, his career as a Dodger, basically. The interesting thing was that the reason they were called the Brooklyn Bridegrooms, that was for only one year, is that they had a bunch of players who got married that year, that (laughs) offseason. So they named them the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, and, and good old Tommy McCarthy actually led the league in plate appearances two years in a row. He had 656 plate appearances in 140 games. 
1889, and he had 625 in 133 games in 1890. That's a lot of at-bats, dude. What? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> he actually had in 1892, he had 700 plate appearances, but didn't lead the league that year. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, good old, good old Tommy. Uh, ended his career with a 292 batting average and a 364 on base. So, yeah, pretty, pretty good guy. Uh, all right. Born on July 24th. So that was uh, the answer to the trivia question. Uh, what are we drinking next week, Ben? Uh, I believe you are drinking ranch water. I'm drinking ranch water. Summer breeze, man. I'm a summer thirst quencher like you wouldn't believe. Ranch water. It's like, wow, it's like water like out of a trough or something. Yeah. I don't know. know. You know, know, have to listen to the show. Yeah, a bottle of ranch dressing with some, you know, booze in it. (laughs) Oh, right, right. Ranch dressing and rum. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Wow. Ranch dressing and rum. I'll take a note. Uh, I'm going to be drinking something called the Fleming Fizz. All right, which is uh, James Bond. Yeah, for 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 National Scotch Day. All right. So listened on Thursday for the Giant Cocktails Happy Hour to hear more about those. Uh, and then this week we got uh, we got one more road game, and then we got some home games. We got against we got our last game against the Tigers. Um. Mm-hmm. Not not a great team, but that doesn't seem to matter when they're playing the Giants. That's right. That's uh, right. So if they and as you mentioned, if they win, then they actually have a winning road trip, which should be pretty unbelievable. Um, seems miraculous. It does. Seems, <laughs> seems impossible. Yeah, and and then I'm like, should we look forward to playing the A's uh, at home? Because I feel like this is just a recipe for getting swept. I it's only two games, so at least it won't be a three game sweep. <laughs> but it does feel that way, doesn't it? it? Does. Uh what a mess that team and organization is. I don't really want to talk about it, but the whole thing does feel like it's setting up for a two game sweep of the Giants. Not looking forward to that uh prospect, but they should, all things being equal, defeat the A's. But that yeah. was true for the Nationals. And then we play another last place team. The Red Sox. I love playing That's last right. place Yay. teams. Yay. Yeah, last place day. teams. Woo! Gonna sweep them. Wait, wait, no. They ooh. Yeah, no. No. It, Matthew, so this is the Red Sox and in the AL East, the last place team. So the AL East, record. right? Isn't that what we call it? The AL East? Yeah, I think this year they're calling it the AL Beast. Oh, or oh, 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 right. Yeah, because the Re- the Red Sox have a thirty six positive run differential, a plus thirty six run differential, and they're fifty two and forty seven. Oh, and they're in last place. And they're in last place. Yeah, so they don't suck, and they're actually better on the road than they are at home. So this isn't necessarily an easy week coming up for for a variety of reasons. I think mainly just because the Giants have got to like. Well, by the Red Sox, there might be a whole like four or five new players on the team. So who knows? That's true. Let's hope. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Let's Let's hope. hope. (laughs) So, uh, well, at this point next week, maybe we'll be talking about uh, who those newest Giants are, or maybe we'll be speculating as the last day, kind of before the trade deadline hits, before we Mm. when we publish next. Uh, So. Uh, don't forget, though, to follow us on social media. We are at Giant Cocktails on Twitter, Instagram, and even Threads uh, and Mastodon for maybe a little bit longer. We'll see. Uh, follow us there. Uh, also, don't forget to uh, subscribe if you haven't done so already. 
and uh, give us a rating, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts. It would help us so much. Just go down there and click that five-star button. That's all you got to do. If you want to write some things, that's even better, but just uh, just hit that little five stars. That would be great. Uh, so I think that's going to do it for today, Ben. Uh, it's been good chatting with you. Hopefully the Giants will turn it around this week and we'll have better things to talk about next week. Uh, or, or maybe we just get drunk again next week and rant. Who knows? Uh, until then, it's been good chatting with you. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, Matthew. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. <laughs>